The following podcast contains spoilers. Yes, we're talking spoilers, folks. So, listeners, you've been warned. If you don't want anything ruined about the newest movies that have just recently come out, then maybe wait until you've seen it, then come back. That being said, enjoy the show. And we're recording. We are back. We're back this week. Hello, everyone. My name is Chris. And my name is James. And we're back to this podcast. Filming or recording, I guess I should say, episode two. Episode two. Now, uh, we we might have a name. We've been thinking about a couple names. Yeah, what do, what do, what's on the tip of your tongue, Chris? You know, funny you should ask. Uh, I was thinking armchair reviews. Now, why armchairs? It's not, we're not selling Lazy Boys. <laughs> we're not going to the brick and buying, buying a nice couch. I'm going to review that. No, 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 no. It comes from the term arm or armchair quarterbacking. Sports term, American sports term, and uh, that pretty much comes from we play sports. We play sports sometimes. <laughs> We're kind of athletes. Kind of. Yeah, it comes from uh, pretty athletes. much people. <laughs> armchair athletes, pretty much. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so armchair quarterback, that's the term that pretty much says, you know, I can do better than fucking Tom Brady. This guy should have done this when he did this. And we're going to be doing that with movies. Um, Except we're not deflating anyone's balls. That's correct. Uh, only the directors, actors, anything like that. So, yeah, that's pretty much a quick idea for our name we, um it's a work in progress so if you think of something better we, we, <laughs> we might, might we might change it <laughs> we might jump to something better but that's what we're sticking with right now we're gonna be sitting high up on our pedestal critiquing these movies thinking that we're better than them when we're really not so yeah armchair reviews i know we talked a lot of shit about last week's episode pirates 5 it's not, not always gonna be like that we're gonna be yep. uh sometimes we're gonna... we'll uh, review good movies such as this week, I enjoyed this week's movie. What this, was this week's movie, Chris? This week's movie was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yes, it is DC's fourth film in its DCEU movie universe. Do you happen to know the first three? That's a good question. Yes, Off it's top of your head. Man of Steel in 2013. Then following that up was Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. That was, what was that? That was last year, wasn't it? 2016. Yes. And the same year, later that year, in August, came out Suicide Squad. And now we get Wonder Woman, directed by Patty Jenkins. This is a first big movie since 2003, Monster. That was that was with Shirley Theron. Oh. She was uh, uh, Eileen Wernos, the, the murderer. Yes. Yeah, so that was pretty good. And then Christina Ricci, I've, I believe. I have seen that movie, and I remember enjoying it. But it's an old one, but it's it fucking intense. So a while ago, but it was good. She also, she's also directed or written a bunch of other things for TV, like Entourage and okay. Rest of Development and stuff. But this is her first major project. She also did some of the episodes for The Killing on AMC. I didn't watch that, but it's supposed to be pretty intense, pretty good. Um, I don't think it's still playing anymore though. So now Wonder Woman. We just talked about that recent briefly here. Yeah. Uh, what was the story behind it? What did you think the story was? Just a gr- brief, general, not beginning to end, but just. <laughs> general idea of what, what was going on in that movie well she was uh essentially her goal was to to kill Ares to stop the war the movie was based during world war one so she's from essentially another world pretty much i mean it, well um, it's it's a hidden island within the world yeah i mean it, the within amazonians her. is based off the of greek mythology especially yeah. they they lean off this like i don't know how much you know about comics I'm not a huge Wonder Woman fan. I, I didn't really follow the comics, but I know her. She's pretty much the biggest female superhero of all time. I mean, some would argue that, but why even bother? She is yeah. the quintessential superheroine. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone close, really, to be honest. No, I mean... So it was about time that that she got her, her doing this movie. So yeah, so this one, it borrows from the New 52 line of the comics. So Themyscira, it's Paradise Island in the old school comics separated from the rest of the world in this movie it's hidden away by zeus zeus creates man Ares gets jealous wants to destroy everything and he fights all the gods of olympus and and so destroys zeus them all destroys all of them yeah. and he gets actually cast out he doesn't get killed or he, he's thought to be killed and the amazonians just live in their own paradise protected by zeus his last dying will type of thing and uh, they give them a weapon, the god killer, the sword. Yeah. Or is it the sword? It's not the sword. Whoa. Spoiler alert. 
And so they live away from man, all of mankind, but they're there to protect it in case Ares comes back. And they're training, doing their thing. And and that's where that's where our story leads into. So it becomes Wonder Woman, or she's actually never referred to in this movie as Wonder Woman. As Wonder Woman. It's just Diana, or Diana Princess, Princess of the Amazonians. <laughs> yeah, but Diana Prince. Yeah, Diana Prince. That was a nice little uh, her, her her name for short. Yeah, that was a nice little uh, throwaway line from uh, Steve Trevor, who Chris Pine's character. Yeah. So I think the story it's it's fairly easy to keep track of. Yeah, like it's it, a pretty basic superhero movie story. Which I'm glad because the other movies that we mentioned, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad. Word. It's all pretty convoluted. I mean, the closest one to have a decent storyline from start to finish is Man of Steel. Yeah, I would say that is one of the better ones. I mean, out of the four, it's probably one of the better ones. I, I would, well, yeah, I would say second best out of the four. Yeah, we'll we'll get to ranking all that yeah. stuff later, but yeah, it's it's just easy to follow. Easy, uh, beginning, middle, end. You, you you see a hero's journey throughout it all. Yeah. Now there's that's no fault of the movie or the director or anything like that. They had to do something right. Like yeah. The DC Universe had to set just, just set something, a basic groundwork, which they didn't really do in the previous movies. This one kind of just says, okay, fuck it. We're going back to basics, just cut and dry, and we'll go from there and we'll build off this movie going forward. Yeah, and it works for everyone, uh, from kids to adults. It's not superhero storyline that a lot of people know about, unless you're like a really big comic book geek. But yeah, it's awesome. They... They go into depth with her character development from a child, how she was sculpted out of clay, about her uh, her upbringing, I guess, uh, given life from Zeus. Yeah, so let's uh, talk about that, actually, really, really quickly. While we're in Themyscira, or Paradise yeah. Island, I thought that was actually one of the highlights of the, of the film, the was, was the opening of the movie, where you see the entirety of the island, and, and it's beautiful. It's a nice shot. Yeah. You see all the Amazonians. She's told growing up, which is directly from the comics I told you last night at the movie, where you know she's told she's made from clay, sculpted by Zeus and her mother, Hippolyta. Hippolyta, sorry. Hippolyta. 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 <clears throat> Hungry hippos. That's not actually her, her thing here. She's actually the daughter of Zeus. Yeah. She is the god killer, which is kind of cool. I was I was really hoping they wouldn't do which something stupid. Which or fairly early on, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you know she, anything of the story, she has to figure it out on her own. Yeah, she's never told that. She's led to believe that the sword is the god killer when it's not. Her mom, it's like the typical thing where her mom's trying to protect her from going out in the world, and she doesn't want to lose her daughter type thing, but she knows it's her destiny. Yeah, so she gives her no information. She essentially sets her up for failure. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Hopes, hopes she figures it out. Classic. Parents. She's an Amazonian <laughs> prin- princess, and she doesn't want her badass aunt, who is supposedly the the most she's amazing like, warrior of all time. A, do they say she's a general? I think they say she's a general. Uh, what's it's Robin she, Wright's character who's fucking badass. She's yeah, crazy. She's awesome. Good. She's yeah. awesome in this movie. She uh, she's not in it for long. For no, very long. she she dies saving uh, the princess. Yes, she's she's actually an Antiope. Something close to that. I'm not good with the Greek mythology. Antiope. Antiope. That's it. Right, no, she's she's great. She looks like a badass. Like yeah. <laughs> like she she has that fierceness to her and if if anyone has seen House of Cards she kind of brings that sort of intensity to this character not as much like she doesn't look like she's going to shit on your chest and like slit your throat <laughs> at the same time she doesn't have that no. that just type the, of like so, sociopathy <laughs> but she, she but she's does. a warrior she looks like a warrior yeah absolutely yeah. and she ends up training Wonder Woman and that's how she gets all her skills train her as hard as possible and that's where uh, Wonder Woman meets Steve Trevor yep and that's what's pretty. I like how it, everything moves back a timeline because in the comics it's actually World War Two where they initially meet up. Everything's kind of brought back to World War One, which is okay because she's supposed to be. I don't know how old she's supposed to be. I think she's like eight hundred or something. Yeah. I don't know where like, her, I could of, just be making this up. Yeah, but she's supposed to be pretty old, and I like having it in World War One. I. I do as well. Yeah, just because it separates a little bit more from the other movies that obviously it draws comparisons of. Now, when I was watching this. The first thing I'm I'm thinking of is obviously Captain America. Yeah. You have this this innocent but for justice, for everything that's good. She has a shield for Christ's sake. Um, 
and super strong, all that jazz. But then also a, a nice mix of Thor. Like the, if you remember the first Thor movie, I don't know if, how long ago you've seen that one. Yeah, it's but it's uh, they combine that her innocence and and all her jolly injustice and good stuff with Thor's fish out of water storyline. So she's walking around when it she's in the new like world. She's from another world. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't know what the fuck is going on, and it's, and and it's, it's hilarious. Kind of, it's pretty yeah. funny. It's <laughs> endearing for the first little especially bit, especially right at the start when he first comes into. Uh, into the island, they save um the German. Well, they they save him from the Germans because they also stumble upon the island because they're chasing after him. That's right. Yeah, so there's a little bit of a battle. Da da da. Lots of the Amazonian female warriors die. Kill all the Germans. They have him locked up while they're trying to figure out what to do with them because most of them have never seen a man before. That's right. <laughs> yeah, she she stumbles into the I guess the chambers. The well, cave. Wait, before we get that, before we get to that. <laughs> brings out the uh well while they're interrogating him they're not just interrogating him they're using the famous lasso of truth which they they actually say in the movie it's the the lasso of hestia which is also another greek god yeah another greek god yeah um and so that actually fun fact the creator of wonder woman william marston he everyone i think everyone this is a fun fact everyone knows but he's also the creator or one of the creators to be credited with coming up with polygraph that's where it came up, uh, the idea of the lasso of truth. Uh, that's, that's interesting. That's why I oh, did not know that. You didn't know that. Well, there you but go. That, fact. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that lasso was pretty interesting. It gets it, used it more funny. than once. Yeah. Um, and and it, to, to good effect, too, because yeah. they say if you, if you don't comply with it, then you're going to be pain, yeah. in pain. It's usually used on Chris Pine, and he, he sells it pretty nicely. He's, mm. he's actually one of the highlights in this movie, I think. He's a good, he's a good sidekick, but he has his own arc as well, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, he's, um, he's not just there as a supporting piece. He's uh, he's actually a pretty important character. He is, and he and he helps Diana move along, trying to get used to this world. He he helps with politics that she's not used to. Yeah. But her character, because she's so strong-willed, she's coming from an outside source. It kind of boosts that female hero, where it'd be like, "Why the fuck are you guys listening to this asshat give orders like this when he's not doing anything properly?" Like. Yeah. And they're all like, what the hell is this woman doing in this room? You, you dumb idiot. And yeah. she just sees it like, uh, like no, this is just the way it's going. where it's like, women can't have opinions. Like, <laughs> she's not even allowed in this room right now, but she's not wrong. No, <laughs> well, actually. Why is she saying all this? And they do that well. They don't hammer it away, which, no, is, which is no. nice. Yeah. But the, no, they do bring up good points. Now, we won't get too much in, into that. But it is nice to see that they included it. Obviously, I mean, this is the main super first big superhero movie, I should say, starring a female yeah. uh, protagonist. I mean, you look at the other ones, Marvel and DC have both tried this in the past. You look at fuck, the atrocity that was Halle Berry's Catwoman. Yeah, that was... Holy <laughs> shit. That, <laughs> that was, was so fucking bad. awful. And then you have um, Elektra. They tried that with Elektra. With oh, so bad. Carmen <laughs> Elektra. No. <laughs> no the, wrong, the wrong one. Uh, no, no, uh, no, that's the porn star yeah, uh, playboy. No, no, no. no this is just Elektra. This is Jennifer Garner. Yeah, uh, Electra. <laughs> but in that red suit, who knows? You know, <laughs> could be anything. That, but that movie failed horribly too. And I want to say there are other female heroes that have their own franchises and are involved with it. But this is the main one. Like you don't see Black Widow from the from the MCU having having a, a movie yet. No. You know, this could very easily have a sequel too and be successful because the first one is very good. Well, it's very entertaining, and anyone who likes like DC comics is really going to enjoy this well funny you should say that because they're going to have a trilogy of wonder woman movies there you go as well as leading up to like the justice league films um which is coming out later this november she's going to be returning for that yeah and, and when she was first cast for the role there was a lot of heat directed her way negative heat because she's too skinny she's too small she's not muscular this is supposed to be a warrior's role da, 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 this and that a lot of people were nitpicking but i think She's very, very good. She did. She did awesome. She was. She played the role really well. She had this this overwhelming empathy for for what she was doing, what she believed in. She really sold it like that, and she did have a certain certain charm to it. And everyone's fucking causing a hubbub, and like Lebanon actually banned this movie from showing just because Gal Gadot, the actress who plays Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, is Israeli initially, and actually served two years in the Israeli army. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so, awesome. Fun I mean, fact, fun fact I mean, of the day. I mean, guys, it's a fucking movie. Jesus Christ. Relax. <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie 
we'll get into like the, the bad guys and everything like yeah. that. But there's really not a whole lot that I didn't like about it before we get into all the stuff and yeah, like I, after I, the story. Yeah, I'd have to say you have to be pretty nitpicky to get down to to some negative stuff about the movie. We can be nitpicky, can't we? Oh, we're very nitpicky. So like <laughs> speaking of like her being showing a lot of empathy and, and that fish out of water uh, caricature that she portrayed a little bit. She kind of leaned on that a little bit too much, I found, in some scenes. <laughs> the one was she, you know, she it's almost simple, like, just so goal-oriented. She had this one goal to, to kill Ares, kill and, Ares and it was simplistic war. in her thinking that, if, well, if I kill Ares, then the entire war is going to be done. And, and the world will be at peace forever. Yeah, and, and Steve Trevor, like... In to, her defense, that's how, that's all she's literally been raised. Yes, yeah, like, exactly. That's all she's been told. Yeah, she's kind of brainwashed in that sense, Yeah, right? almost a brainwashing, but at the same time, yes, it is and Steve Trevor, he, over the top. He tries his best to, to try to convince her that, hey, that this isn't, like, this isn't the world that you're used to. Yeah. You're coming into this, there's different levels, as yeah. we mentioned and earlier, he, you know? He's also kind of like, oh, Aries isn't a real, a real entity. He, he's he's more he's more believing he's to be of it. Realistic. That, yeah, I guess you could say in a world where there's no superheroes or gods. Or, yeah, because this is like the first one, right? This is, there's no Batman, there's no Superman at this point. Even yeah. though even Man of Steel, they they hint at like Kryptonians have been on planet Earth for a while. Forever, yeah. They they haven't interacted with anyone at least up until this point. Yeah, right? no, this is the first real. Uh, but even he, he's more open to it than the other like the <laughs> the Howling Commandos. Howling Commandos are is the the team that Steve Rogers, Captain America has in the first movie, yeah. his group of buddies. Yeah. Cat, uh, Wonder Woman has her group of buddies that she uh, assembles, okay. right? Yeah. So you have chief there, you have, uh, the Scottish sniper who's in a bunch of things. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> he's awesome actually. Yeah. Um, what's the, there's an, another old war movie where he's, he's in like early two thousands. Yeah. He's in the, uh, he's in the rundown at the rock. He's an alien versus predator as well. Yeah, the rundown yeah. when he's the pilot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Anyhow, yeah, he's a good guy. So she has her supporting characters and stuff, and they're all kind of thinking she's batshit insane. But Steve Trevor, he's seen where she's come from. She, He's seen what she's able to do. He's yeah, seen this glowing of. fucking rope that can yeah. make you compelled to tell, tell the truth. Tell so the truth or feel pain. He, he's, he, you know, he's seen her do some crazy shit. So he's more likely to more. And I think there's also that. A little bit of that romance factor. That's oh, definitely, that's definitely dialed in in this movie. Yeah, well, it goes both ways, though. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I thought about it last night. Like, luckily for Diana, like the first person, she, first male she comes across is a beautiful it's Chris a Pine, gorgeous man who has charisma just oozing <laughs> out of every orifice of this man's yeah. body. Yeah, <laughs> the guy's a stud, and he happens to be like working for the Allies. Yeah, he happens to be a American spy working for the British military. As yeah. a spy in the German military, <laughs> well, I was he's all over the place. So yeah, so what they're what he's trying to do, getting back to the plot here, is stop Doctor Poison and Ludendorff, who is a German officer, and they're trying to build these uh, weapons of mass destruction. Let's well, essentially, the, she's working on mustard gas. They have more advanced type of mustard gas that's yeah. gonna just blow up. Uh, that can go through uh, gas masks. Yeah. And that's gonna that has a large area impact, and uh, it does some serious shit. Like it pretty much, uh, we don't see what it does, but we it alludes to it'll just melt your face off. Pretty yeah, much, yeah. you know, you don't see the end result. It'll but corrode your your, yeah. your lungs from the inside out. Just a faster affecting uh, mustard gas. <laughs> there was one scene where I thought it was awesome, where uh, there's he just goes in. Everyone's they're on the verge of stopping World War One. The, the Germans and the, the Allies. German, yeah, the Germans and the Allies are gonna sign it. Uh, an agreement to end World War One, and uh, Ludendorff, who's played by Danny Houston, uh, he goes in. He's like, "Don't be a, a douchebag." Yeah, he's always a, always an asshole, but he plays yeah. it so well. He does, yeah, yeah. He's and, on the base uh, for it. Yeah, he does. He really does. He just looks like a bad dude. Yeah. He goes in. He's like, "Don't you can't do this, you pricks!" Like, we're about to win the war. He's like, "No, we're not. We're suffering." Like, oh, you guys don't know shit. And we and have he, no food, no money, no nothing. He's He's so like, he just tosses in this new uh, this new gas and then throws in gas. The, the best part of that, not like the fact that <laughs> that he poisons them all, but he throws in a gas, just one gas mask. Gas so mask. so he's just gonna, them all. <laughs> she's like, Doctor Poison, why would you throw the gas mask? It doesn't work. That was the whole point of the poison. <laughs> he's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, but they're gonna fight over it until they die. <laughs> it was just such a good. It's it's so what funny and kind of like a toss off, but. 
Yeah. It's so good. And you see it, the he's windows start to just, crack. Just trolling them. Oh, yeah. He's going to watch them tear themselves apart before they all die eventually. Which, yeah. I thought it was, like, nice. Well, pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, you, you thought he was being nice. You have the gas mask. What do you think Yeah. So, Definitely someone's getting that thing on. They're like, yeah, for about 10 seconds. And, and then the dead. entire entire thing will just blow yeah. up. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. But, like, you know, the, the it's easy to see the good guys and bad guys. Like, the there's yeah, no there's, really in-depth. doesn't. There's no conflicting characters really no you, you know which it's guys are good guys yeah, yeah you know which ones white. are bad guys i mean it's fucking allies versus axis essentially you know they, they only mention the yeah. germans as being the baddies yeah. and that's always yeah. easy to paint them as the bad guys especially in world war movies or world war era setting set movies so yeah yeah, yeah. that or was any time between 1900 and 1950. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even a little later than that, I guess. Done. But, Germans uh, set. Just bad guys. Bad guys. Yeah, we'll mix in <laughs> Russia too, I guess. Um, what I also enjoyed, I mean, enjoyed the fight scenes were actually really cool. Yeah. Wonder Woman, she, she's kind of cool. I mean, the trench scene, most notably, is the best one where she just and she pops out of the trench. The trench and she's, she's starts running, walking running through and stuff. No Man's Land. And it kind of gets a little cheesy where it has that Lord of the Rings moment with she the stops Eowyn. in the middle. It's like, this is no man's land when Steve Trevor's explaining to him. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Here we go. It's like, yeah. I, I, I was expecting the Eowyn moment from Lord of the Rings. She's like, I am no man. And just goes in. But she's like, oh, fuck you, prick. And yeah, just gets like, up. Smell you later. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, Let's I, go. I'm clearly better than you, you fucking idiot. This is how you do it. She just yeah. storms it, kicks the shit out of them. And goes on a town. For a town. second, it looks like though she stops like halfway. Yeah, she's still she holding gets down, down the on one knee, puts up the shield. She's redirecting all the bullets, but I think they kind of try to make it seem like oh, the end is near because you know the music changes. Yeah. But then they're all like, "Oh, she's taking all the fire! Let's go!" Man, so man, they all man, grow man, a pair, man, and they man, finally man, hop. Man, <laughs> man, <laughs> they man, hop man. out of the hop out of the trench, and then yeah, they start giving it to the Germans. They uh they storm the the town after that, and she just blows through these yeah, buildings with these that guys. All by herself, essentially. Pretty much. She has She's a, like, stay here. <laughs> yeah. And they're all like, yeah, why why would I do anything else other yeah. than that? Did you not just see what you just did? We're good. They're, they're a clean-up crew. Like, yeah. I'm just going to call them the Helen Commandos. That's exactly what they are, pretty much. Yeah. And, uh, and they're just they're her very, backup. They're very funny crew guys, too. But they, 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 they're they mostly, good. mostly comedic relief. For the most part. the final battle, I would say. Yeah, I know. They're, they're definitely... I've, I found them more endearing. Um, yeah, for a supporting team. Yeah, but yeah, that that was probably my highlight. And then the Ares fight at the end was was pretty good. I was I was happy. Like uh, the twist is, you know, David Thewlis, who was actually who starts off being a British like uh, politician type guy who was who's funding started the war. Yeah, he's, he, not he's in Professor the, Lupin in the Harry Potter, Harry Potter series. series. Yeah, one of my favorite characters in the Harry Potter series. But, True that, and in the books for that matter. Yes. Um. Uh, yeah. However, yeah, he's not in the military, but he's He's just a rich dude. I think he's a rich dude. He's helping funding. It is. It's not really explained for very, that much. Yeah, super in depth. However, um, but he's a good guy. He's he's still he's sold to be the good the good guy. I I read into this a little bit more. I knew he was going to turn out to be Ares. Ares yeah. Everyone, you know, it's it's so easy to call that. You know, Ludendorff is Ares. He's the bad guy. Well, well no, you he's know, just a, like, he's just a fucking German crazy person. Yeah, he's just a dick. You know, he's not like. And you know, unless you're really oblivious or gullible, like you know he's not Ares, right? You know, Ludendorff's not Ares and like and she kills him at the end. Yeah. She's they like, have, Why is this war over? They have yet? essentially a short bow, she kills him and then she's kinda of butthurt because yeah, the war is still going on. Why are they still getting the mustard gas out? Why are they still killing people? Never it's supposed to be all good. She kinda I fulfilled my goal. Yeah. Fulfilled my destiny. Yeah. No you didn't. Yeah. Try again. And at that point, she still thinks that the sword is the god killer, and it's right. not her. And then, boom, two seconds later, out of nowhere. Guess who? Yeah. Uh, do you remember his name, like the character's name, before he turns into Ares? Yeah, Professor Lupin. Professor Lupin, yeah. <laughs> yeah He's no, Professor I, Lupin in I, this I, and I, Harry Potter. I have no idea, but... Uh, I forgot as well. But it's, it's cool, because uh, he, he introduces himself, she tries to stab him, and he just kind of puts up the... the psh- that little hand I'm putting in my hand right now is just to stop yeah, talking. He puts the that sword up and disintegrates, it, and it's like, what? Yeah, and then she's like, huh, so uh, the sword is... <laughs> that she kind of has a moment where she realizes that she's the... Yeah, he, he kind of goes... Killer. He kind of goes into uh, just storytelling mode and tells her that, you know, Zeus and her mother got it on. Oh, did they get... Was that the, the reason? 
I know that's in the comic books where... Yeah, he did say that, yeah. Okay. He said, oh, you're thought... the daughter. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, he Zeus. said, you're the daughter. He never said they got on, oh, but okay. he applies. He says, you're the daughter of Zeus and your mother. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. so she's the god killer. He's actually a, what would it be called? A demigod? A demigod, yeah. yeah. So the, her and Ares fight, it's kind of, it's like that typical, they have a certain type of, when it gets to like the big action scenes, it's very reminiscent of the Dawn of, Dawn of Justice, the Batman vs. Superman end scene with Doomsday. There's lots of bing bangs flying around, smashing shit and stuff. But it is cool when uh, uh, David Thewlis he he finally puts on his Ares armor, yeah. and it's it is it, it looks, looks awesome. it's pretty yeah. cool because it's the just CGI, shreds of metal. The CGI is really good yeah. at the end in the final battle. Well, I mean throughout the movie it's good, but especially the final battle is when it's really uh, it's not apparent. as distracting as you'd think it would be. Like it's, I like I not, no. I mentioned to you I uh, had seen King Arthur a couple weeks before this when it was still out. And that is not how you do CGI for that kind of battle. Like you see him, he he looks fake, doesn't look very good. This it's it's so short that you don't have enough time to focus on like the faces or anything like that. It's just really crisp, clean action. They do the slow motions, which some can argue that it's a little bit too much slow motion, but I feel like they did that for a reason because she's so fast. Yeah. She's moving at an accelerated rate because she is like. She is a god. Yeah. She's blocking bullets. She can slow down. She can see these bullets flying at her to block it, right? So she's moving at such a fast rate that, the, in my opinion, that's why they did it, to slow it down so you can see all her movements in comparison. And they speed it up right at the right moment to, like... Yeah, they like it's dramatic effect, but it also makes sense in the storyline. Yeah. Um, so. Also, quick fact check. Uh, his name is Sir Patrick. Sir Patrick. Sir Patrick. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's Ares. That's Sir David Thewlis. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was, it was cool. His armor was wasn't like a pre prepped armor that he just summons in order. No, he he takes like scrap metal all yeah, around him and he forms his armor and, kind of, and, and like his swords and dirt and concrete, stuff, yeah, which just, is really fucking cool. I actually really like that. Yeah. What <laughs> what Lizzie didn't like actually was funny uh, when they did a flashback of him and it's his face on this jack dude's body. They kind of do like a like a de aging process on it, mm. and she just thought it was like it it's so short. And that's what you need to do for these type of scenes. Yeah, it needs to just, be short just and sweet. second, essentially. And and then they get they they get it. Well, is that while he's fighting the other gods? He's he comes back and he just fought Zeus. He's doing the flashback story. Oh, okay, story yeah, time, yeah. Right? That's right. When uh, him and Zeus are fighting, and then Zeus kind of banishes him or whatever. And that's but when, like it's so short, like you can see his face, and he, and he's Jack David Thewlis. But yeah. you know, it's 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 fake, obviously. Yeah. But his face still kind of looks <laughs> he thought it was yeah. He thought it was hilarious because she's so used to seeing him like scrawny, kind of hunched over, like almost defenseless, like a, like a little, little looping, you know. <laughs> but but yeah. it's so short that it it just goes by over and it's and it's not that big, big of a deal. Not yeah. that big of a deal, yeah. I thought that was interesting. But that yeah, that's another thing. You have to be nitpicky to find those things. But again, we're getting towards the end of the movie. Uh, again, it comes back to Captain America. I mean, you have. You have a, a great sacrifice at the end, yeah. Where, yeah. where a Steve is flying a plane, flying dangerous shit to destroy a, a place plane full of the mustard gas. Like we're talking enough mustard gas to wipe out London. London. Yeah, That's which sick. was the goal. Yeah, that was the goal. Steve, uh, with two first names, Steve, Steve Rogers, pretty much yeah. Rogers, and then Steve Trevor. Yeah, and they do the same sacrifice, and it's just like. Oh, but it gives Wonder Woman the motivation to kind of do her shit. To finish and, off Ares. And in, in, a sa- in, a, in the same kind of way, it helps for Captain America. It lets uh, Peggy uh, Peggy Carter start S.H.I.E.L.D. That's her yeah. motivation. It's her motivation to use that sacrifice. Wonder Woman uses Steve's, uh, Steve Trevor's sacrifice to, you know, finally overcome what needs to be done. Yeah. But so that, that it's such an obvious – I'm going to keep coming back to it just because it's so obvious and – very similar. And you're going to draw comparisons to it for sure. Always, yeah. Well, I mean, especially with all the superhero genre movies, mm-hmm. they're always going to draw comparisons together. You know, there's always going to be a lot of similarities, whether it's a storyline or yeah, character development or just like battles, right? I mean, it's always going to be, you know, going to have a bad guy and a good guy or a group of bad guys or a yeah. group of good guys or a group of one and one of the other type deal, right? I mean, it's always going to be that way. Yeah. And so I hope in the next couple of movies, like again, and they, it's it's frustrating because they killed off Ares, and that's a big villain for, for Wonder Woman. Yeah. So you know. it's gonna be interesting to see who the next villain is. But one thing we we didn't really touch on was that the very start and the very end of the movie mm-hmm. were modern day mm-hmm. in Paris. Yeah, she's at the Louvre. 
Bruce Wayne kind of gets her old picture. It's it's a pretty much an, a giant. The entire movie is a flashback because Bruce Wayne gets yeah. her a picture, and, and it's of the original her, of he the. Wants to know her story, so she kind of thinks of the story. She's not yeah. telling it to him, but the only thing it didn't have thoughts. is like a Wayne's World like. Yeah. But, but uh, it's very interesting. So I'm I'm hoping that the next two, or at least the next one, is kind of modern day. Well, like it's going to jump forward to Justice League in November. That's going to be modern day. Yeah. So that's where okay. they're collecting the Justice League members. And, yeah. And really, you never know what could happen because you have the Flash. The Flash is a character that <laughs> his biggest storylines are when he time travels. He goes so fast and he just goes into the time force yeah. and changes shit. And he's done that multiple times. So really, you could bring back any of these characters that that die. Ares could come back somehow, even though he's a god and then kill them. Yeah. Steve Trevor could come back somehow. Anything, anything is possible. It's comic book movies. More Chris Pine. More Chris Yay! Pine. Or you know, no, no, they, they, you know, they've said a couple times where you know he might have had a fucking grandson or great grandson or something that comes back and it looks exactly like him. Because well, why I mean, not? They might have. But if they do that, again, it's a comparison <laughs> to Captain America yeah. because uh, Peggy Carter, like, her, her, her niece or something is uh, Agent 13 <laughs> and he, and Captain America ends up well, falling in love with her. But going back to this, they might have smashed Steven and Diana. Oh, they definitely fucked. Yeah, they smashed. Maybe there's some Wonder Kids kicking her. <laughs> well, there's some Wonder Kids. We're really reaching here, but. Uh, yeah. I just want more Chris Pine. I'm looking for excuses. He, yeah, he was really good. I mean, Gal Gadot was, was awesome. Yeah, she Chris did. Pine was awesome. Yeah. That, I mean, oh, uh, what's his? David Willis. <laughs> yeah, David Thewlis. He's he's fine for what he's, he's in. Well, the he's the Howling Commandos were pretty good. good. They're yeah. a good supporting cast. Even uh, they've, they've got a good mix of guys in that. Uh, Chris Pine's secretary in the movie. Oh, she's, she's funny. A, she's pretty funny. She is she, funny. She's yeah, nice. especially when Diana first gets to London and she's trying to find her like. Normal people close. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> episode. That part's or, hilarious. She's on. What is she up to? What is she doing outfit now? Outfit 226 yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's essentially wearing the exact same thing that Chris yeah. Pine is wearing, just with a yeah. fucking goofy And did you get, uh, like, there's a couple, like, when she's wearing the glasses, is, is that a ref, uh, like a, a little nod to Superman? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, she's, she's wearing glasses in the comic, so it's not that big of a fucking. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. But there's also, they kind of do a homage. In, their, in the alley to the 1978 Superman with uh, Christopher Reeves when she blocks the bullet from uh, yeah. Chris Pine getting shot. Yeah. Superman 1978, he actually catches the bullet from the, from the mug or whatever. So that was a nice little homage or, or a little throwback to, to the other movies that, that these characters are based off of or where they come from. So that was cool. One thing that I kind of, it bugged me throughout the entire time that they didn't really answer. There are a couple things that didn't answer, but this is the main one that stuck out for me. When Danny Houston or Ludendorff or Officer Ludendorff, the German baddie, Doctor Poison was giving him some fucking PCP oh, or something. Yeah, they never he had little blue pills <laughs> that he would snap and sniff. Take this fucking ecstasy right now. It'll Let's gain go. your strength back, and he gets this like super adrenaline junkie shot, and he turns super it's, strong. Yeah, and, it's even more than just adrenaline because yeah, he has like almost superpowers. Yeah, and his face turns kind of blue in the cheeks. Yeah, and it's, it's he has really, a, he's a little boost to strength, endurance, stamina, all that kind of stuff. It's really weird, and they never tell you what it is, and it, the only way it's introduced is because he's going to see how the development of the mustard gas is going, and it's a disappointment, and she goes, oh, but I have this for you. <laughs> yeah. It's going to, whatever, rebrain, like, bring back your strength. It's and, like, well, how do you lose it in the first place? Like, what's yeah, wrong with him? Yeah. That was really the only thing that supremely pissed me off. Like, they're not going to explain this. Like, yeah. it, it would. I would like to know what's only, going on. Anything else that stuck out for you? No, that was that was actually the only real big thing that bothered me. Mm-hmm. Besides that, I think we touched on the other things, like you know, being too empathetic and blah blah blah. Yeah. The other things were just being nitpicky, but that was the only kind of loophole in the storyline. Yeah, right? it's 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 formulaic, but that's that's par for the course now. Yeah, this I think movie, they're just trying to add in a little. A little bit of extra, a little bit of extra stuff to make her kind of pre-fight to Ares a little bit more dramatic. Otherwise, she would have just of course dummy dumb, right? Now, there's oh. another there's another point that we, that we brought up before. Yeah, uh, Lizzie mentioned it as well, where 
almost we almost expected her to do better in these fights, didn't yeah. we? Because she's she's growing up, she's getting trained from a young age from her aunt. And the training aunt is badass. super intense. Super intense. And it shows her going through the training, and it's like, wow, this chick's fucking crazy. She's awesome. awesome. But yeah, and then in the fights, like you said, she's pretty much just blocking bullets, redirecting bullets. She kind of like slashes at people with her swords, mm. but you know, like when you see sword fights and stuff, there's a lot of stabbing. There doesn't have to be lots of blood and gore, but she's punching people. She's maybe stabbing them. She's not really. It doesn't look like you're really killing anyone. No, but I mean, again, it's PG, so they want again. It they, is. Yeah. They're, they're coming off of a not so successful Suicide Squad, right? And they that I think that was PG as well, but it was a little bit more disturbing. Was it PG? Yeah. They they this, these movies have had they're a little so bit more. Bad, of a, it should be rated R, so people can't see it. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, and I mean that wouldn't actually stop. But all these movies have had a certain grit to them, and you yeah. have these heroes like Batman. I get she seems he's almost an emo. too nice. Well, no, they 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 accentuate that because they're trying to make her into the spirit of hope, which really should be Superman. Superman should have that light. He should like they explained in the first one like that S stands for hope, but he's yeah. such a sullen bitch half the time that he's on screen. Like he's not cheerful. He does. He's not this beacon. He just this this guy who's kind of if you piss him off he'll he will fuck you he yeah. will he will hold you down and fuck you into oblivion because he can and I think that's where they're trying to go for this one a little bit more lighthearted the humor's landing a little bit more I mean, there's some scenes like like that are forced for example the 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 fountain of youth scene where Steve Trevor is getting uh, healed so yeah it was dick joke dick joke dick joke she yeah, back to back back to back, back, to, back, to, back, to, back to back to back her first time seeing a guy or a man in general right so she was kind of like uh yeah yeah it was just they were funny the first one was funny it hit yeah. the crowd everyone we were in a sold out theater yeah. everyone laughed and you know second one everyone laughed again and the third one was kind of it's like oh god we, damn we, get okay, it. we get it we get it, it. We get dick jokes in a row. yeah yeah. <laughs> I was counting them off to James and said, oh, dick joke. Yeah, uh, dick joke. Oh, that's a dick joke. Oh, I think this one's about dick, too. Oh, that's a dick joke, too. <laughs> and they get back to it again later in the later movie. Later in the movie, yeah. So they're definitely trying to make it a little bit lighter in uh, in its in its theme. And yeah. I think that's not a bad thing. Nope. But, and they're going in the right direction. I still think there's tweaks to it. It is an entertaining movie. But it there's is. definitely more to be done with these characters moving forward. Now, have you have you seen the trailer for Justice League? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, so yeah. it actually looks pretty fucking rad. And that's it, supposed to be out late this year. November. Uh, shit. November twenty seventeen. It's gonna be going against Thor Ragnarok in the same month. So that's Thor three. Okay. But this, I've seen the trailer. It looks fucking sweet. But I was also duped for Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Um, now if they just that's keep it, kind of let down. Well, if they just keep of. it to. Not giving away massive spoilers in the trailers. Like I like how there's there's little story given away. If you just see like little bits and pieces, and you're trying yeah. like, well, what's that? What's that? That you're asking more questions than having answered in the trailer. Show me more action than the storyline in the trailer. Just say like, okay, you're gathering a team. Yeah, cool. You're not necessarily giving away like who the villain is. You, you know who the villain. I know it's yeah. Steppenwolf. Like, we'll get into that. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's not, it's not important. But you know that they're all coming together. They all they're all individual heroes, and they're coming together for a purpose. Actually, they played you know, the Beatles song like, "Coming Together" right now. Come together, right? <laughs> they do a, yeah. a cool fucking remix for that. And Wonder Woman and Batman, they're putting the team together. Okay. So that's cool, and that's obviously uh, alluded to at the end of Batman. Yeah. Okay. So cool. But it does it does look cool and just that up, that upbeat out. type of, of song to include it in it, it bodes well for the franchise where it's going. I know music can't always be a determining factor for this <laughs> as as we've seen in Suicide Squad. When I was watching it the lots first time, lots of good music, lots of good music. They paid up the ass it's for distracting this, for these almost. licensing rights. This movie is so bad, but our music, our music. Have you heard our soundtrack? It's pretty fucking <laughs> sick. And like. I was watching the first time. I was with my buddy in Ottawa, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this music's good." And they're introducing all the characters, but I'm like, "Wait, is it because I like the music? It's because you like, music. or is or the movie? No, I like, know it's, it's the music. Yeah, it's definitely the music. Yeah, it's, I've I've only seen the movie twice. I didn't get to see it's the, one too many. Yeah, it is. It's almost too too many. <laughs> I didn't get to see the. I didn't get to see it in theaters, unfortunately. Which I mean, I mean, it, it does. Make a movie better almost a hundred percent of the time. For these in theaters, movies, right? Yeah. yeah, especially these type of movies where you know there's lots of action, lots of CGI, mm -hmm. lots of special effects. So it's all stuff you want to see in the theater. Maybe you know the atmosphere helps, like yeah. with the crowds, either Absolutely. laughing at jokes or reacting to 
to action or to dramatic scenes or whatever. Yeah, I've only seen it twice, and yeah, definitely for sure once too many. But I just, I really like, I was disappointed the first time, and I watched it a second time to see if it was really that bad. Mm-hmm. Can confirm it yeah. was that bad. So if you ever have that feeling like I did, <laughs> don't watch it a second time. Like, there's so many things for that movie. Like, I mean, we can go all day on this we one. We could go all day. Like, it is, it is cool. Um, <laughs> I will give it that. Longest armchair review. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Twenty hours. <laughs> I will give it one thing where you haven't seen a lot of these characters on, on the big screen before. Almost so none of them. Yeah. Okay. And then everyone's shitting on Jared Leto for his Joker. And like, you're, you're coming I think, off of. I think he might have been the best part of the movie. He, he was, was just fine. He was, he was just was, underused. He was underused. He was fine, but it might be the best part of the movie. And they cut a lot of out that would make more sense. And yeah. like, he was doing. I mean, the movie was, was clouded by all the weird shit he was doing on, on oh, set. On. Like, <laughs> sending used condoms and dead rats and shit to his coworkers. Like, that's <laughs> fucking absurd. But like, yeah, I think if they had developed or included him more with a little bit more context, like they should have made him the villain because it's the fucking Joker. Because is always the villain. He's always the villain, and especially in a Suicide Squad movie, like there's been adaptations in the comics and even one of the animated movies that's on Netflix right now, which is actually really good. That that's a Suicide Squad movie you want to see. It's the that that's uh, Arkham Arkham Asylum. No, that's the video no, game. It's uh, Arkham Assault. Assault. Batman yeah, Arkham yeah, yeah. Assault, and he's only for a little bit, but. That that's the Suicide Squad movie you want to see. Yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll go over. Uh, we'll get back to that. Those characters will return eventually, but yeah. hopefully they'll be treated a little bit better and they'll develop them a little bit more. Yeah. I think they they sh- should hopefully know what they did wrong. Honestly, if they want to have that type of movie, just make it rated a little bit differently. Have a, a one one track mind like this movie. Yeah. Use what Wonder Woman did. Have a basic formula. Put it for that movie with an ensemble cast. Really, you're trying to do too much at once. They were, yeah. They should pretty much just stick to the the superhero movie mold. Like you said, keep it simple. Yeah. And that's what majority of the superhero movies are. It's you got the good guy or the group of good guys. You got the bad guy or the group of bad guys. Mash them together and make them fight. Yep. That's it. Toss in a little bit of action. Toss in a little bit of humor in between. Yep. And good guys win. Cool. Yeah. Even better. Great I mean, movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know it's going to sell. That's the best part. Like, yeah, it's it, always going to sell. Obviously, people are going to argue about like the comic book hero oversaturation fears, but fuck, this movie, opening weekend domestically, had over $100 million in the box That's office. For Wonder Woman? For Wonder Woman, yeah. So, And then that actually, it broke records for the biggest opening weekend debut for with that to have a female director. Well, yeah, and, and here's the thing. They have a huge huge target audience because it's kids it's adults it's comic book nerds it's just women in general and you get like i don't like <laughs> there were certain theaters actually only had like women's only viewing viewing which yeah. whatever that that's cool you know that they can do that shit that new fine. york new york <laughs> <laughs> it's hitting that extra audience not just like a a guy bringing his girlfriend or dragging yeah, his girlfriend along. his you know? girlfriend there because he's a nerd and doesn't have any <laughs> these, friends. These movies are everyone for everyone. It's not, not just saying like comic books are for guys. Or That's anything. the thing. There's almost all of the superhero genre movies already have a huge target audience because it's not only kids but adults. Yeah. But now you're targeting females as well mm. directly with having you know a, a main character that's a female and like you said a director that's a female. And they'll eat that shit up. And they, they did, obviously. They absolutely <laughs> did. They 100% did. And deservedly so. It was good. So they should eat up the second one and the third and one. the third one. Yeah. And, and, and it'll also bring, if they weren't going to see Justice League, maybe now they're going to because maybe of Wonder now. Woman. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. Know, she's that link towards all these other properties within that uh, DC universe, yeah. which I think is awesome. And now this is, this is actually going to pave the way for future characters. You know, they're... They're thinking about a spinoff uh, for these for other characters. For for Batman characters, it's going to be uh, 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 Sirens, Gotham City Sirens. It's going to be like Poison Ivy, Catwoman, and oh, like yeah. Batgirl. Batgirl is going to be Batgirl is going to be its own movie as well. Joss Whedon's going to be directing that. That should be good. So that hopefully those are going to be their own movies. Uh, no Marvel's Pally doing. <laughs> oh fuck no, no! They're gonna oh, recast. Man. He's not gonna be allowed yeah, anywhere not. near that no. that shit. No, no, out of the country, they'll just fly <laughs> out of the country while they film. And then um, Marvel, Marvel kind of shit the bed. I'm glad like DC's got one up on them now. They have their very first woman uh, female led 
movie out first, and which Marvel really should have had a while ago. Yeah, I mean, Black Widow should have had one, even if they had like like her and then feature maybe Hawkeye or something. But Hawkeye's kind yeah. of a piece of shit. Black Widow could do her own movie. She has a history, and they've hinted that history at multiple movies. She has a cool backstory, and Scarlett Johansson she can sell a movie. By herself. By herself. Yeah. I mean, not recently. Lucy and Ghost in the Shell. I'm looking at you. You yeah. fucking movies suck. <laughs> yeah. But she can sell because she's Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she has her own, her own target audience. I mean, they have they did they, they bring up they bring out the big guns though. They're they're hiring a lot of these crazy actresses to to join on. Like Kate Blanchett's going to be in Thor three. Brie Larson. Uh, she's going to be Captain Marvel. She's gonna be, oh, wow. she's gonna be great. Wow. Um, and also, you know, Natalie Portman's been in it. Quinn yeah. Paltrow. These are all yeah. these are all big names, huge sport, female sporting names. characters, but but so huge female names. Yeah. What, what, it seems silly that we're talking about this, but Wonder Woman makes it topical. It does. It yeah. it, 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 it it's it's gonna bring the conversation out no matter yeah. what. It's always gonna come back to that. You know, it, it, like what we even said, like it broke a record for female director. Like really, that shouldn't be a record a or a huge, thing. Well, you know. I mean it. it should be a thing, should be a record, but I mean, it shouldn't be a huge deal, right? It should just be like, oh, this broke a record for exactly. a director. It shouldn't be because it's a female director. Exactly. But this isn't a political podcast or a social justice <laughs> yeah, podcast. No. We're here to talk about movies. However, it is relevant. Yeah, and it just it's just see, cool to see like the reflection of like the movie sales. Mind you, yeah, this movie. Pick, Pick a good week or picked a good weekend because it wasn't going against any competition really. No, nope. obviously but Pirates Caribbean sucked last. It was awful. Know. That didn't do well. Refer to podcast episode one. <laughs> episode one. Yeah, that's right. Oh. What other movies are out right now? I can't even think of any. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two is is kind of winding down. Yeah, it's been out for Alien a Covenant. It's not really doing well. Which is going to finally come out in Yellowknife next week. Yeah, we might see next that. week we're hoping to see that. We're we're kind of going between that and the, the Mummy, Mummy yeah. to review next week. So we'll come uh, back to that in a second. Yeah. So yeah, there's really not much else that's going against. Certainly not the Boss Baby's not going to dethrone it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? I know it's surprising. What? Yeah. So it, it had a good weekend, and honestly, it might it might be on the top for a little bit. Oh well, yeah. I know the Mummy. It comes out next weekend. There's not a lot else coming out. There's not a lot of hype around it, though. The Mummy, that is. They had a bit of hype. Now, speaking of that, this is what I was going to get bring back to. Since we we're probably going to do a review of the Mummy next week. Now, this is Tom Cruise and fuck, I forget her name. The actual actress playing the Mummy. She was in Kingsman. She's the Sword Legs. Can we get a fact check on that. But she's she's a Sword Legs assassin in in, in Kingsman. Kingsman yeah. And she's in one thing, something else. I can't remember, but. She's gonna be the mother. She's, she's pretty, like, pretty, pretty new to cool. the big screen. Ted. But she's been blowing up. Yeah. Oh so. yeah. No, no. She's good. So the mummy's cool because it's starting its own franchise game. This is what Dracula Untold tried to do yeah. with the Universal monsters. Yeah. So Which Universal. You know you didn't like. Dracula. Dracula. It, was, it was. It was fine. Yeah. It, was, like it wasn't it. great. Yeah. So the actress's name is oh Sophia Butella. Uh, That's right. Yeah. So yeah. So oh she was in. Uh, she's in Star Trek Behind. Uh, behind. Star Trek Beyond, Beyond as Jayla. <laughs> as Jayla. She was like a, the alien with all the blue makeup and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. So she she's uh she's doing well. She's good though. She'll be she'll be cool. She'll be This neat. is a big set for her though. Well I mean she doesn't I, I, I based on the previews, I mean it doesn't really take a lot to, to act like a menacing foe. Yeah, this is true. And a lot of it is gonna be CGI. CGI as and well. shit. She just needs to be a presence and she was a presence in Kingsman. Yeah. So yeah, so the Universal uh, movie monsters, they'll be so far, it's been announced that obviously she's the mummy. Tom Cruise is going to be in that that franchise as just he's that the guy. New Brandon Fraser. <laughs> yeah, he's the new Brandon Fraser. I don't know what happened to you, Brandon Fraser, but we miss you. At please least get a cameo you. in these movies, for yeah. fuck's sakes. Please, please. I don't think it's. I don't think. I don't think it's his fault. He's not getting cameos. He's no. for any role. He's yeah, probably any trying. Role. Yeah. <laughs> Do you go on Imgur a lot? There's almost always something on. Like they have a front page essentially of like. You, it can be whatever you want, but the most popular stuff is user submitted right. articles or posts. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, he's almost always on the front page. And now that there's a new mummy, he's always like, there's multiple posts of him on the front page, and it's like sad Brendan <laughs> Fraser and stuff like that. That's it's just good. hilarious, yeah. But just yeah, get a fucking cameo, please. So there's those two, and then uh, our boy from last week, Javier Bardem. Ooh. He's going to be in these movies. He's going to be actually Frankenstein's monster, which is 
pretty good casting in my opinion because he's yeah, a, he's a big dude. Yeah, and you can make easily make him look like an undead guy. <laughs> Obviously, oh, easily. Yeah, he's kind of hideous, but he also <laughs> has that he has that that stone face ability like that Frankenstein would have, right? Like no emotion. Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, yeah. Frankenstein's monster would have. And we saw it. In, but he can he can bring that emotion with his eyes. Yeah, easily with just his eyes. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say it should bring no emotion, but he should. He has oh. that. He has that stone cold face, right? <laughs> yeah. We we've seen him do it in. Uh, in Skyfall. Nope. And no country girl man. Yes. Yes. Awesome <laughs> movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did. Yeah. Anyhow. But also yeah. also joining that cast, playing the Invisible Man. Thank fucking God. Johnny Depp. Oh. That's right. Yeah, because we've already seen enough of that fucking prickin' Pirates of the Caribbean. No, I love that guy. <laughs> Minus Pirates of the Caribbean 5. You know, my, you know what my recent favorite movie of his was? Go, guess. Uh, Any one that I haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> Any one that you haven't seen. Good, because I was, I was struggling because I'm like, Pirates of the Caribbean 5 is bad. I know you're not a huge fan of 4. Transcendence. Uh, Transcendence isn't terrible. good. Willy Wonka is not really recent, but it's terrible also, the remake. Um, yeah, I was going to go back to like Jack Sparrow episode 2. <laughs> <laughs> episode 2. <laughs> and that's reaching like 10 years ago. Well, I know there's another name in this as well somewhere. Um, another big name. I know they're going to they're gonna include uh, Phantom of the Opera. They're going to include uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, who is going to be? I know there's going to be one character who is going to play the wolf. And obviously, Russell Crowe. Obviously, forgot him. He's going to be in the Mummy oh. as well. He's oh, Doctor yeah. Jekyll and Mister yes. Hyde. Yeah. But yeah, the Wolfman. So those are the main characters already in it. So Sophia Boutella, Heather yeah. Bardem, Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, and uh, Russell Crowe. They're the main players. Well, Johnny right Depp's now. not in. No, no, no. They're, he's going to be in his own movies yeah. in this universe. Yeah, okay. Obviously, they haven't cast Dracula yet. They haven't. But cast. a lot of big names coming up. Yeah. Should be exciting. It should be exciting. So, so we're going to talk about that one. Forward to. Yeah, we're going to talk about that one next week when we go when it comes out here or this Friday actually comes out this Friday. We're going to see it next week. For, we'll have that uh, episode now next week. Yeah, that's the mummy. Yeah. The mummy. I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. He has his moments. We can talk about him next week. We yeah. can go all deep in him. Yeah. I, I'm not. Yeah, I should say I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, but I'm looking forward to the mummy. He's going to try to recruit you to Scientology now that you said that. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> Yeah, I can, be, I can hear he's giving me What is biology? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't take biology. I read about it in a in book. In a book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. So I think that's it for this week. Thank you for listening, as usual. This has been Armchair Reviews, sitting on our comfy chairs, because, you know, we could do better, right? We can always do better, and uh, we just really hope the movies are not awful. Yep. Until next week, you can reach us at Oh My God and Audio. O-H-M-Y-G-O-D-I-N audio at gmail.com. We have our SoundCloud out right now. It's soundcloud.com uh, slash armchair dash reviews where you can listen to this. Uh, you can also download it. And I'll have this set up on iTunes by next week, hopefully. It just needs hopefully. to get verified and all that kind of good stuff. We'll have our cover art and everything too. Yeah. You can also reach us on Twitter. Um, James's Twitter handle is at... Makai J14, M C K A Y J14. And mine, uh, Chris, Chris's email, uh, G, what is it? Twitter? Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Yes. Chris's Twitter is Christopher. At, <laughs> at Christoph Godden. Uh, so C H R I S T O P H Godden. Send us uh, your feedback. Hope, hope you like the show. Keep yep. on listening. And uh, you stay classy. San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> See, See you next week. Guys. week. Bye. Bye bye.